Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. There we go. What's up, Jazz? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Great to have you here on Big the day for yeah, you. Big day. I mean, yeah. It's Bahamian Heritage Day. A lot of your folks out here? Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of people you know? Yeah. Yeah? I nice. already ran into a few walking over here. Did you? Yeah. It's only nice. five steps. Five steps. How are the steps going? How are you feeling? <laughs> I mean, the steps are going good, you know. Rehab's going good. Should be back in about less than seven days. Seven days, exactly. Really? Yeah. What's that been like for you, the turf toe? It's, it's, it's such like a mystery for the injury stuff. What's that I been mean, like? I mean, it's, it's kind of weird because you just got to let it heal by itself. You know, like I've been trying to take off my boot all the time walking around the house and I've been getting yelled at. So uh, it, it kind of sucks wearing it, but got to go through it. What are you doing in your spare time outside of your, of course, baseball stuff and your workout regimen? Uh, in my spare time, I just play video games at this point. Play video games and hang out with my puppies. That's all I could do. Two pups. Yeah, two pups. What, what kind? Names? Uh, I got a mini Australian Shepherd, huh? and I got a Belgian Melanoir. Names? Uh, Perry and King. <laughs> Perry the Platypus and King. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jazz. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about, uh, obviously, it's a big day, Bohemian Heritage Day. Just you're from Nassau. Uh, I guess give us an idea of what it was like growing up there. I, I know you obviously went to uh, Kansas at some point in your life, but mm -hmm. give us kind of a feel for what that was like growing up. I mean, it was really free, you know what I mean? Like, as kids, going to the Sandlot, the Little League, every weekend to play with your friends. And, like, you, you forming those bonds with your friends. And those guys are still my best friends today. The guys that I grew up from, I was, like, six, seven years old playing in the League. And we're traveling the U.S. and traveling across the world together to play baseball. So, I mean, growing up in the Bahamas was definitely a blessing, meeting the people that's in my life today, in my life in the past. I mean, it was definitely a blessing, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's just a, a freedom of coming from the Bahamas. I heard your grandma was a pretty good baseball player. <laughs> she was a really good baseball player. What was player. her influence? Uh, I mean, she, she has all the influence in the world on me. Uh, she was really still my coach today, my personal coach today. Work out with her, still train with her, still. Do we get a 40 time? What's her 40 time like these days, Jazz? In baseball, is 60. Right. So oh, right. <laughs> you're supposed to know that. Yeah, how's her 60 time? Good? I mean, back in the day, probably. <laughs> She's about 60 now. How often do you get back? Do you go back every off season? I get back. I go back every time I can. You know, like, let's say I had an off day during this injury right now. I'll probably fly home for a day. Oh, you do? Nice. my family, yeah. See, see the family that I don't get to see every day. Nice. That lives over here with How me. often do they get here? Uh, whenever they call me. <laughs> yeah, they can get here. <laughs> they call me and they get a flight. You know. Nice. So. There's been some dudes from the Bahamas. Buddy Heal, too. 
Yeah, he was just here uh, when I was hurt. Uh, we had the Afrobeats concert here. Oh. We, we, hung out, we hung out together a little bit. Where's he with the Kings? Is he still with the Kings? No, it's the Pacers. Pacers, oh, yeah. Pacers. He's a good Didn't he get drafted by the Kings? Yes. He did, yep. Okay. He was amazing at Oklahoma. Honest. He was fun yeah, to I watch. think he was the best three-point shooter this year in the, in the league. Was he? Yeah. He so was sick. you go from the Bahamas to Kansas. What was that <laughs> transition like? Similar. So the funny part about you bringing up Buddy Hill is he did the exact same thing. Me and him went to high school probably one mile away from each other in Wichita, Kansas. Wow. But, so that's so sick. We played basketball against each other in high school. But I would say the transaction was crazy for me because even though I was always in the Bahamas, but I was back and forth between West Palm Beach and the Bahamas. Every, like, two weeks I would be in West Palm Beach or I'd be in the Bahamas. So... Making that transition straight to, like, the Midwest was oh crazy God. for me. You know, the cold air, the random days of snow. Everything was really mind-blowing for me the first year I moved out there. What imagine? did the one-on-one -on -one games look like between you and Buddy back in the day? The one-on-one? -on -one? You <laughs> You're a confident guy, Jazz. Bro, I, w I was a decent basketball player, but Buddy Hill was a superstar in high school. Were you money from, like, 15 feet in? I mean... I was what very, kind of basketball game? I, was, I, can, I was very athletic. I could dunk yeah. and all that stuff and shoot. But, like, I think the game that I played against Buddy, he scored about 45 points, and <laughs> I scored 15. I was also a freshman, so you got to <laughs> give me that. What's the age difference? Uh, three, three, three to four years. Three to four years? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, when you're home and you're playing video games, are you playing the show? As myself. <laughs> <laughs> I always play as myself. That had to have been surreal. I mean, yeah, even to create my own player in the game through the network so everybody oh. else can use it too. It was the sickest thing in the world. Get to use my bats, ice, my strawberry ice cream glove that I made. Art is in the game. My Jordan cleats are in the game. Everything that I've done and made. My cha What about the my ice? Chain, the chains. Like my chains are in the game. So, like, I think it's probably the sickest thing. Walk us through the, the – everything on here i mean you've got some some i mean your neck must be weighing a little bit here what what do you got on today yeah i wear them for my workout you know i just got done working out uh but <laughs> no um i got on my watch that i just got uh, about four months ago i just got all these charms four months ago too so i went on a little shopping spree after i, I couldn't was, tell yeah, I <laughs> couldn't tell jazz <laughs> looks like you might have gone shopping i went shopping after i was named the the cover athlete of mlb the show you know you gotta you gotta treat enjoy yourself. life and treat yourself so i decided to go buy my buy myself a new car and buy myself some jewelry that's got to be surreal when you see yourself on that cover if you're out shopping and you see a video game store and you see your face on a game that somebody I think might it's buy every day it's it's crazy to me because I got some friends in the league, and as soon as they go into Walmart or Target and their kids, like, see it's me, they be like, look, it's Uncle Jazz. Look, it's crazy. Uncle Jazz it's on Uncle the wall. Jazz. Like, bro, it's so crazy. Like, all my friends, like, to, like, Javier Baez's kids, to, like, Lindor's kids, to, like, even Nick Gordon's kids, they'll send me a picture, like, with them posing in Target. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, wow, bro, like, this is the most surreal thing in the world that my friends is, like, it's not like I'm, I've never been around, you know what I mean? Like, right. these are kids that know me as Uncle Jazz and, like, <laughs> Uncle Jazz. like, Big Brother Jazz and stuff like that. So, like, when you see them, like, send a picture of me, like, taking a picture with me, like, <laughs> whoa, this is crazy. I see you, Uncle Jazz. is like, sick for me. What video games did you guys both play growing up, sports games? Were you guys 2K guys? Were you guys <clears throat> FIFA guys? Madden. 
Played a lot of Madden. Then he would definitely beat me in Madden because I was trash at Madden. <laughs> Call of Duty. A lot of Call of Duty. I could do Call of Duty. I was, yeah. I was more 2K in this show. Sports games. That's fair. UFC, if you count UFC? that as a sports game. What are you playing, Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation all the way. Me too. Yeah, I hear you. Big PlayStation guy. Let me ask you this. What, what's next? Like, you know, you're on the video game cover. Is there something you'd love to accomplish outside of baseball? Like, you want to be the hottest guy in the world? You want to be on a magazine cover? What you, what's next, Jazz? <laughs> what would be totally surreal for you at this point? Tyler Hero won Best Dressed uh, last year. I mean, that would be cool, you know, to best be dressed. Best Dressed. But I feel like, see, like, I've already been in magazines. So, like. Which I, one's the coolest? The coolest magazine that I've, I probably Vogue. Me too. That we have something in common, Jazz. I thought so. <laughs> That's probably the sickest one. But uh, my accomplishment, I would think, would be to have a movie. To yeah. Like being a being an actor, you know, acting a movie. I feel like that would be the sickest thing ever. Or do a performance at a concert with like an artist. When did you get into fashion? When was that? When did that start to become prevalent for you? Fashion for me was more like I think in high school. In high school, from. I started like going to school wearing all my kicks and my shoes and like instead of like having the same like shoes as everybody else I had the col the super colorful ones yep. that like the girls like you know when you were growing up <laughs> yeah. the girls had the colorful sneakers and the guys had like the normal like retro yep. Jordan 1 yep. red and black normal colors like I was the kid that would be coming out with like the purple and white the green and blue and all that stuff. So like, I was really into fashion from when I was a kid, and like, a lot of people bashed me for it when I was younger. And now, today, they what they message me like, "Bro, <laughs> you're doing the thing with the fashion." Wait, how so, old are you, Jess? Now I just turned 25 this year. 25. Were you uh, were you, are you too young? You remember the shoes with the roller blades on the bottom? You get going. Heelys. Heelys. What do you mean? Come on, bro. I was in elementary school skating around the whole school. <laughs> you strike around. me as a guy that had them. Oh, they, yeah. They I love banned it. Heelys from my school. Yeah, yeah, they had to ban them because all the kids that played sports in my school would, like, use the Heelys to roll around and then slide in the rooms. So it was just, like, so dangerous. Can you imagine jazz in gym class in your phys ed class? Yeah, you could. Mm. Just dominating scarf tag and. Dominating the dodgeball. Here, here's a serious one for you. When did you realize you might be better than everybody else athletically? It happens to every professional athlete at some point. Mm -hmm. When was it? I agree. Um, I think I had two cases of that when I was younger, and then when I got into professional baseball, too, it was like, you know, you see it. But the younger one was when I was probably, like, I think I was 14 years old. Really? But I was playing 18U as in baseball. I was playing 18U, but I was 14. But I was still and like, you're playing. I was still like dominating the game. You know what I mean? So that's when I really realized that. I mean, I can. You had something. I, I got something to do. Like I can, I can make it further in sports than right. most. You know. When then in pro ball, when was it? It was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, gonna do this. I think it was. I was 19 years old. I was just named like the number two prospect for the Arizona Diamondbacks. It was after my first year, I was 18, and then, like, all the guys around me were, like, 25. Like, all my teammates were 25, 24. I'm, I'm 18, I'm 19 years old, and we're doing, like, these practice drills in practice, but they want us to go, like, game speed. And, like, I was, I was messing around. You know, you've been around yeah, me. Yeah, so, yeah. like, when I'm, when I'm practicing, I like to have fun, right. like, bounce the ball, right. do all the crazy stuff. And my coach comes up to me because as I'm doing it, everybody else is trying to do it, and they're missing. And they're, the balls are dropping. They're throwing the balls everywhere. But every time I'm doing it, I'm doing it's it correctly. 
And he comes up to me and he's like, bro, you got to stop doing that. And I'm like, what did I do? And he was like, you got to realize, like, some things you can do, other people can't do. Mm. And when you started, and as a number two prospect, and the number one prospect is in the big league, so you're the only real, like, prospect there, everybody's going to follow you. And from that point on, I started looking at certain things that I did that other people weren't doing. Mm. And then I would see them try it. And that's when I started to realize, like, okay, I'm kind of an alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's when I got this alien chain. Oh, that's, that's what it why. is. That's why. I was like, what, what See, is See, there we go. Yeah. Chain? All my friends, all my coaches, that's the number one thing they say all the time. It's like, bro, you got to realize, like, in baseball, you're kind of like an alien. You're only 170 to 180 pounds soaking wet. You can hit the ball like you're 6'7", 280 pounds. You can run like a gazelle. You can run like yeah. you're D. Gordon. So you got to realize certain things that you do, you can't try to show other people how to do it because that's not going to work for them. So who were your guys growing up, baseball player-wise? Who was the guys that you really enjoyed watching? So Griffey was one. So uh, I would have Barry Bonds, Griffey, A-Rod, uh, Cano. Like all the guys that were really like – You'd be like, wow, how'd they do that? Like, Jose Fernandez is one of my favorite pitchers ever. Like, RIP to Jose. You know, he's very you know close I mean? with Oledmus Diaz, the shortstop for the yeah. A's. Yeah. His family taught Jose the game of baseball. Bro. They lived next door growing up. That's wow. what's up. Yep. Bro, because, like, Jose's one of the reasons why, like, I was a Marlins fan. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it was Hanley and then Jose came around and. Right always kept me loving the game, you know what I mean? So seeing his passion for the game and seeing the things that he does, he was a pitcher who was taking dudes deep, bro, and pimping them in Marlins Park. <laughs> you see players right now who play can't even hit a homer in left field in Marlins Park. I'll and never Jose forget, he up came there, back bro, from his you know Tommy John saying? surgery in 2015 off the injured list, and he took the Giants deep in his first game back <laughs> off the IL. That's what I'm saying. And, like, you know, D. Gordon is one of my big brothers. So, like, he always tells me all the Jose stories and how him and Jose were always together. So, like, it was always sick for me to learn and hear all those stuff and, like, learn from D and, like, D telling me the same thing. Like, bro, you got to realize you're an alien compared to a lot of people in the game. Might have been 2014. Mm, 2015. Maybe 2015. It was the year I signed. One of those years, hope we were in Atlanta at the old Turner Field. I don't think it was Donnie. It might have been Mike Redman. He pinch hit Jose Fernandez in the eighth inning. He hit a go-ahead triple to the gap in left center field off the bench after <laughs> he pinch hit and hit a triple, a go-ahead game-winning triple. It was unbelievable. Like, good. Bro, he was sick. I wish I could do that. You think if they put me on the mound, I could throw 97? I bet you could throw 90. You might not know where it's going. I bet you could get it up there. <laughs> no, I could get to 97. Yeah. I probably might plunk a few. Well, it's yeah. called being effective. Hey, Sending a message. Do you get nervous when guys pitch you in? I say that all the time. When I don't think enough pitchers pitch in anymore. I think I'm the only hitter that gets hit, like, twice a year. You know, I don't have many hit-by-pitches, but that's because I'm getting out of the way. <laughs> I'm too small to get hit-by-pitches, bro. That breaks bones. Um, Jazz, I, I'd love to talk about a little bit of your, you know, your mental growth. I, there's a big story Christina wrote on you about, you know, taking notes in the, in the dugout, right? I got mm -hmm. my little pad right here. But I guess um, because of the injury, you know, what have you been doing, I guess, now that you've got that bird-eye view, uh, you know, how you can get better mentally, what you're trying to take in. Kind of give us a kind of a feel for what that's been. I mean, I feel like for me, just sitting in the dugout, like watching my teammates play, talking to my teammates, like talking to them like I'm still playing. 
Yeah. Like yesterday, Jose, I mean, I <laughs> said Jose, Jesus Sanchez, he had a great game yesterday. After every at-bat, we talked about it, even before, like every at-bat. And what are the things you guys are talking about? Um, I mean, right before we got, before we got hurt, because we got hurt at the same game, but when we got hurt, we were talking about how just staying to left center field would just help us hit the ball wherever we want. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, before his first at-bat, we were talking, and he was like, how do you, what do you think I should think? Like, how should I go against this first guy? And I think it was Funajami yeah, yeah. or something yep. like that. Throwing 99. Fujinami. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> He's throwing 99, and we were talking, and he was just like, I think I should stay left center field. I said, bro, I feel like that should be our approach every time. We have fast hands. You can hit the ball out to yep. left, left field better than any lefty in the league almost, so why not? And boy, did he. And, and he did it, right? And then he comes up the next at bat, and he was like, hey, you think I should hit this ball over the third baseman's head? And I was like, why not left center again? He was like, because the, le the angle is, like, crazy. So I was like, all right, go to left, left field line. And he just did it again. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like me taking that small mental note to yep. say, we go and play Oakland. We probably play Oakland again. Or probably not. None. No, or even not if Oakland, yeah. Let's yeah. say that kid gets traded, I go and yeah, face yeah. him. I get I got, got the beat on notes, him, you know yep. what I mean? So it's just small things like that. Let me ask you this. I'm not asking you to make any great proclamations here. This ball club's thirty and twenty eight. You guys have gotten good pitching. You're comfortable playing in close games. You've won sixteen one run games. You guys have come back fourteen or fifteen times this season. You guys look good, Jazz. This feels a little different. And I don't know, you tell us, does something even feel a little different in the clubhouse and the culture in there? I wouldn't say exactly different. Yeah. I would just say I feel like the energy. It's the energy in there, the want to be there, you know what I mean? I feel like it's the want to be there. You know when your team's losing and showing up to the ballpark Dog every day? Yep. It's like, it's really exhausting, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these guys have been here for years. Right. Four years, no change. Right. And Skip this year, he came in and he made a change. Like, he made the culture different. He made baseball fun for us again. I How mean, so? I mean, he just came in with the, with the energy of the new school. You know what I mean? Like, not, not too much into the, the, the button-ups and doing everything to the thinnest yeah, line. Yeah. He just wants you to go out there and have fun and give him all you got. And that's all we as players ask for right. from a coach. Like, you give us the freedom to have fun, we're going to work hard for you. You know what I mean? It, it would and seem as if he let you guys have your fun, but he also made it very clear early on, and the guy that came from a culture of strict, if we're not winning and competing for World Series, right. like this is a disappointment. Yeah, you know, it's a it's, fail. It feels like his expectation is every time you guys show up to the ballpark, you're it's not going to embarrass yourselves for these people that come pay money to watch you, and the expectation is we're going to win every day. Every day. I've, I don't think I've ever came to the ballpark one day and felt like I was going to lose with Skip, in the, with Skip down there. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, even to the fact of how much he trusts his players and show you that he trusts you. Like, this year before I got hurt, I wasn't hitting lefties really well. We were in a late game against the Atlanta Braves. They brought in a lefty, and he still let me go out there. And he, told, and he told me. Yeah. He literally told me. He said, bro, you're still going to rake against lefties. I don't care what nobody says. You can hit lefties. <laughs> right. I know you can hit lefties. I've seen your minor league numbers. I've seen you do it in the big leagues a little bit. You can do it. Now go do it. And I went and did it. And after that, I texted him, and I was like, bro, thank you for having so much trust in me because a lot of people would have just been like, uh-uh. Probably goes a long on, way. Switch that out. And then I got hot after that. I started playing baseball again. You know what I mean? 
as Kyle kind of alluded <clears> to, this is a 30-win team so far. And people want to l- know a little bit about Skip, you know. And you mm-hmm. talked about just uh, maybe the player coach. The, he just recently came, came out of baseball. I mean, what is it about, I guess, Skip that makes you guys feel comfortable? What, what is it with him? I feel like his leadership is what makes us feel so comfortable. Like, <clears throat> we know he came from the Cardinals where it's suit and ties, button up, you got to do this. You now you're wearing sweatsuits on the plane. And now we're wearing sweatsuits on the plane. But, like, we know where he came from, but for him to come and show us that that's not exactly what it's about, it's about having fun and going out there and playing as hard as you could for your guys and giving all you can for your guys, bro, like, everybody in the clubhouse has the complete same attitude as Skip because once he showed us that and, it's contagious. I mean, yeah, he got three rings. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who's going to say anything no one's to someone? Back. Yeah, <laughs> who's going to say something? And then he brought in coaches with rings as well, so... Those guys know how to get it done. We're not going to go and we have not. Nobody in our clubhouse has gotten it done except Solaire, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, when we think of it, nobody has a say. And when he comes in with that energy and he brings that every day with a smile, too, it's crazy. We go on the field and we feel like we're working with our teammate, not even our coach. You know what I mean? It's a long way to go, but it's been a lot of fun to watch you guys. Hey, I know we only have a couple of more minutes with Jazz, but if any of the kids have questions for Jazz, so that microphone doesn't work right there, but you can come holler at us. You can come holler at us. Anybody have a question for Jazz? (laughs) I'll give them the headset if they want. Yeah, we can give them the headset if we need to. Hey, let me ask you this, go Jazz. Oh, it does work. It does work. Yeah, it's not connected to this, but go ahead. If anybody has questions for Jazz, come on up. (laughs) Come on now. Also on the radio, so we got. We'll we'll relate. He said he's only willing to give everybody five hundred dollars. That's the only allow. Oh, go ahead. How old are you? Good question. Jazz? I just turned 25. How old are you? How old are you? Well, How old are you? Seven? Seven. Ooh. Ooh. What else? Go ahead. Fire away. What was it? What can we do to get some of your cleats? To the major leagues. Oh, get to, to the, the major leagues. leagues. Oh, he's got nice cleats, too. <laughs> I would say don't ever stop working hard and having fun. Always have fun because if you don't have fun, you're not going to want to be in the big leagues anyway. You know what I mean? You're not going to want to play baseball in the big leagues. So if you keep on having fun and you're going to want to be in the big leagues, I think that's going to help a lot. You know what I mean? What else we got? It's tough. Go ahead, buddy. Favorite teammate? Ooh. They be putting me in the hot chair. <laughs> yeah, oh, my god. That's a good question. I got a couple. But my favorite one, who's like my twin brother, is Luis Arias. Uh-huh. Yeah, Luis he's a pretty good ball player, huh? Yeah. He's pretty good with the bat. Oh, yeah, what my the goodness. Heck? The best hitter in the world. Is he only batting 360 now? No, 380. 380. You, how much Over do you learn from him? How much have you learned from him? I follow, I follow Luis around all day, every day, just so I can <laughs> hit with him. You know what I mean? Like, we talk all day. We enjoy each other's company. Like, he's actually having a, a baby, a baby girl. In His a third months. one. His, His third, third girl. One. Yeah. Congrats to my my brother. You better but, do a nice baby shower gift now. What oh, do you got bro, lined up? Who you think is throwing the baby shower party? Are you really? Yeah. Dogs coming? Huh? The dogs go with you? Your no, puppies? No. No. They'll rip everything up. Okay. Let's go fine. ahead. Real quick. The Hold first on. one. Go ahead. Say it again. 
How do you get custom gear? How did we get custom gear? How do I get custom gear? How do we get custom gear or how does I think she it's get jazz. custom gear? Jazz. Oh, me. <laughs> so, my glove, I own, I own my glove company, so I wear my own gloves. I'm signed to Jordan, so when I tell them, like, hey, I want to make some ice cream cleats, they make the ice cream cleats. And the sleeves and everything, I get them to match from Jordan. So all the companies and stuff that I use are my personal companies. You could be next. You're one of what, six Jordan athletes? Five. Five, excuse me. Well, number six right there. Here we go. Back for more. Any position other than center or second. If I threw 100 miles per hour, (laughs) I'd be a pitcher. (laughs) I'd be a pitcher if I threw 100. I think you'd really saunter off the mound. You'd have a lot of fun, wouldn't you? Bro, (laughs) what? I'm posing every pitch. Euro step after a strikeout. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. We're coming back for more. We Come on, buddy. Come we on. Get some time here. Everybody. Go ahead. Anybody. Where did it come from? Oh, the. Okay. So our hitting coach, <clears throat> and this is what I talk about, like our hitting coaches and our coaches love to have fun. Our hitting coach came up with that. Our hitting coach, he was like, I like how everybody has their separate things, but, like, we need something that's going to combine us as a team. And we're the Marlins, so, like, as, and we are winning. So he's like, hey, what are we going to do? We're going to just keep on swimming through. You know what I mean? We just keep <laughs> swimming through. So our hitting coach came with that, and we all loved it, and we rode with it. So shout out Brown Brown. I think I played shortstop until I got to the big leagues. Well, you're a man of the people, Jazz. Oh. Let me, I know we have to go. Let me ask you this. This has got to be oh, surreal. we got to go at 3.30. we got three minutes, right? We have a couple yeah, minutes. Got, when you see do. a kid with your name on the back of his jersey, what does that mean to you? Do you remember the first time you saw it? Now I have two questions. Wow. That's crazy. I think the first time I saw a kid's name on the back, I think it was my – it was opening day, and some, some kid made a custom jersey. It was opening day, my rookie year. I made the opening day roster, and he came out with a custom jersey with the two on it, and I just changed my number to two like a month ago, and he already had it, and he was literally down third base dying, waiting for me and everything. And I think I shed a little tear on opening day. Really? Yeah, because that was the first time like, I really realized like, I made it to the big leagues. That's awesome. We got to let him go. You're a good man, Jazz. I know you have to sign some autographs. I'm looking forward to doing that August edition of Vogue with you. That'll be a lot of fun, you and I. That'll be great. That'll look good. Jazz, we appreciate you joining us, man. Space Jam 3, baseball edition. You don't want me around you, dude. I'll bring the vibes down in a hurry. Oh, no. If you get bored, come up and see us in the booth, okay? Do some analyst work. I'll come in today. Okay. All right, Jazz. Take care, buddy. Good luck. We'll see you you soon. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Good All stuff right. there with I, Jazz. I pulled that down. Yeah, absolutely. See you, bud. Thank, Thank you. you. Jazz.